This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Morning, Alma Pollard. Good morning. I have such a simple name. Hey. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for keeping it easy. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. It actually means, if you work out the, the root origin of the name, it actually means big mother. Wow. Which makes so much sense, wow. eh? Yeah, Mother Earth, basically. I like that, Alma. And just recognizing women, not just because it's International <laughs> Women's Day today, but also just wanting to acknowledge the hard work you've put in. You haven't started fighting for green issues and the environment and other things. You haven't just started fighting. You've been doing this for a very long time, and you're not quitting yet. I will never quit. That's my plan. Well, we're grateful that we've got you, and I get to speak to you. So it's about these green corridors um, that they created. Um, the Green Corridors is actually a non-profit. They are basically called the Durban Green Corridors. But the concept of green corridors we've spoken about before. And these, these people in, 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 formed the Inanda Wilderness Park. So that's uh, KZN, of course. And they formed an association with the community near the park um, and the local um, leaders and the schools and the children and the and the aged mm. and they realize this is an unused piece of nature basically and you know if we if we leave natural areas on its own it very often starts becoming uh, attractive to criminal elements and also to illegal dumping mm. so this is the concept that that i wanted to leave today you know i've also i'm also looking after the park behind my house for example where similar issues um happened and 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 we realized we're gonna have to look after this park we are just gonna wait for for the government to do everything and they have these wonderful educational environmental educational programs um uh, where they teach children and take them on on little hikes and paths and show art um insects and birds and everything else and also the elderly i think it's such a beautiful idea to also and bring in the elderly and help them yes. also in a recreational way to learn about nature and to experience the healing power of nature that we all have felt before. And for me, this beautiful combination of environmental and human health, the interface between these two, the the code of the the not code of interdependence mm. between man and nature for me is beautifully illustrated in this really holistic project where they promote human development ecology and sustainable lifestyles so the whole thing together and you know we we all the time we're pulling strings together um at the green times and in our awareness um of the of our dependence on our environment and on the grace of creation, which is sacred, as we all know, straight from the creator, an expression of the creator. So for me, it's very much a spiritual story, this. Yes. Um, and then to see how people can thrive if they, if they reach out and also look after the environment around them. Um, Alma, I'm very fascinated here and uh, uh, about what you're doing, you say, just behind your house. I mean, we, we've all got, uh, many people have got a space around them. Sometimes it's poorly utilized. You're finding less and less people uh, are using all of these spaces for the reasons that you've mentioned. Sometimes because they're unattractive. Other times, I think, just because people for some, just want to rather stay inside than be outside these days. But uh, what exactly are you doing practically and, and how did you go about doing it? 
Well, you know, I firstly formed a Friends of, it was, it's called Poinsettia Park. So we created yes. a Friends group years ago. And we started looking at the problems in the park and, and finding solutions. Of course, we formed a partnership with the city. Um, we recently planted 66 indigenous trees in the park. There's a lot of exotics there. There's invasive species, which we are beginning to identify. We're, we're creating hacks. Mm. We're going to do a public hack followed by a music concert by all wow. these musicians, wow. musicians that I know because, you know, my sons are both musicians. Um, so it will be environmental education. We're pulling in the environmental clubs from the schools. Um, we've got also borer beetle in some of the um, invasive trees. That's going to be removed. And we're going to turn it into an absolute mini Kirstenbosch. That's my vision for the park behind my house. doesn't look like that today. There are two, two dams and wetlands in between. But it's going to be awesome before I leave this planet. That is beautiful, Alma. But uh, and of course, on on the, the the side of of the municipality and the city, um, you just if you go and get necessary permission, do they give you sort of free reign? Do they keep an eye on what you're doing for people who are thinking of something similar, possibly in their areas? You know, I think I, I I find that they really appreciate if we start taking initiative. They really cannot get around to everything. Um, as long as you don't run off on your own completely, you've got to consult them, you've got to notify them, we want to do this, we want to do that, just get, get the, the green light, have mm. a proper, um, we have a, I have a 45-page document <laughs> agreement with them, so you have to do it in an official way, and it takes time, mm. it takes years actually to get all of the paperwork done, but you know, we've realized that we just have to get going, do things now, they're not going to say no. To, to good work. They're not going to just block you for no reason whatsoever. And so we are an extension of the government, in a sense, community governing the area and, and beautifying and looking after the biodiversity in the area and also making it safe for, for us to walk and to, to cycle. We're going to make cycle paths um, and, and also accessible to the elderly. We've even got a vision to have wheelchair accessible paths so that disabled people can also get into nature here. What a beautiful story, Alma. And talking about these green corridors, the next step is to get people to actually enjoy it. Uh, you even have some, uh, from almost back in the day, you know, you'll still have a, a jungle gym and a swing and a slide in some of these parks, and they're seldom used. So it's to try and not only beautify, but for the places that are already existing and potentially having the grass mowed by the municipality, just getting people outside and to actually enjoy them. Yes, well, the good thing, of course, one of the good things that happened during COVID was that people realized outside is your safest place. Mm. <laughs> and I'm hoping that that lesson doesn't now disappear since the world is, is, is safe again, that people keep understanding that being in fresh air is probably the healthiest thing that you can do and moving. And usually you're moving when you are in fresh air, not so you're not going to sit in a car. So, you know, we we actually have a little gym park also in our in our park that the city put in and you know, there's, there's, there's endless stuff that one can do, but also as a means of gathering the community. We want to 
you know, do a braai there on the damn wall and meet the neighbors, get to know, form proper community again. Because mm. I think in a lot of our um, living areas, people don't really know each other. And it's actually really important for all of us to have face-to-face -face interaction with our neighbors and to understand who is who and how can we support each other. I think that's very important. Yeah, a lot of people don't even know who their neighbors are. They've seen them through the fence or picked at them as they're you know, driving out of the driveway, but they don't even know their names. So there's really an opportunity here to to get to know people, uh, building community. Um, uh, your story's been inspirational this morning for the work you've done, but also to see what's happening in South Africa. And a reminder, these stories, like this one of Green Corridors on thegreentimes.co.za, there's a link through to see what they're doing in KZN, and hopefully that can inspire us in other areas of South Africa as well to follow suit. Alma, thank you so much for your hard work and your inspiration. I know many people go in their day-to-day -day lives saying, what would Alma do in a situation like this? Even when they're holding the recycling tin, a tin in their hand, they're thinking, I'm about to throw this in the trash. Alma wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be happy with that at all. It's got to go into that recycling bag. Or be upcycled. Always, always. So my next little little plan is also now to start a composting system in the park because now we have all these trees. Uh -huh. And remember, if you want to protect your trees from the borer beetles, you must strengthen the tree's immune system. Just like us humans, the strong trees don't get attacked. It's the weak trees that get attacked by the borer beetle. So we're going to get cr get cracking with um, some composting making and people from the area will be able to bring their kitchen waste and garden waste to us. And of course, I've worked out a very easy composting system that I use here for myself that you don't have to turn, you just roll the drum and this and the stuff mixes up. Mm. So we'll probably make an extension of that there. So, you know, the one thing always leads to the next. As long as you have the attitude of, I can make a difference and it's fun to do so. Yeah, and that area of the Helderberg becomes more beautiful. Property prices go up, uh, neighbors and people in the area are happy, animals return. What a beautiful place you're mm. making, Alma. Thanks for the inspiration More that birds. you are. Yes, it's, <laughs> it just gets better and better. Alma, thank you so, so much yeah. for your time and for sharing your story as well this morning. Thank you. Have an awesome day further. Thanks, Alma. That's Alma Pollard, Executive Director of The Green Times. You can find that on thegreentimes.co.za. She's eco-consultant and coach. We need to add here in the bio also an inspiration. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit. 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.